How's your tip? Stag and Beaver with you for a midweek preview. We've got Canterbury and Sandown Lakeside to look at. A couple of OK cards today. Beaver, how are you travelling? Yeah, not, a, uh, not too shabby as some of those cards there, mates, but uh, travelling well and uh, looking forward to getting through the form today with you and hopefully finding the punters a few winners. That is the plan. Uh, let's should we kick off at Canterbury. Let's kick off at Canterbury. The track is a good four, actually. It did get the good already. Uh, so good four rail in the three-metre mark. I would suggest like, you don't want to be too far from the rails, but we'll watch how that pans out later in the afternoon because I've found a couple that I want to be making ground by the end of the day. There, um, all things being dependent. We're going to kick off with a maiden, three, a three odd maiden starts today, over 1,100 metres. And how are you starting the day? Yeah, not, not probably one of the best races to get excited uh, by early on here. Um, given that the form around those tried and tested isn't uh, overly strong, I thought I'd go for the first starter, Rock Girls. Um, trial was okay, but this isn't a, you know, really probably wasn't pushed out and tested. Um, got it on top over a pretty ordinary field. I just went for the first leader here. I thought Global Empire's resumption was, was fairly good behind a decent enough horse there. Kembla gets inside gate here, gets the rail. We'll go forward. And as you said, I don't think there's any chases. I don't think there's a strong field at all. If anything's going to beat it, it'll be the first starter. And uh, not much more to add there. The second is the two year olds. Got a two year old handicaps where Waller's uh, backed up the float again with some debutantes. I am going to stick with the leader again here. I thought Zoo Prince won. Pretty well at Warwick Farm, and, I, and surely Canterbury suits better. Again, bounces straight to the front, whips around the fence, uh, and if it is a place to be, I think it can... I know it only just held on against Dazzle Legend, but I think this is a much better setup for it. I've got it on top from um, from Calibus, who was a beautiful yearling, actually. I uh, saw it when it was a baby, and comes here. Interesting jockey bookings on the Waller runners. I don't know how they all line up in any sense without uh, some of the big guns here for Waller usually, but... I've got that as the main danger. Uh, Dazzle Legend runs well again, though. What do you think of this? Yeah, I had the same. I had Zoo Prince on top as well. I thought it could just jump and run and lead these and um, could be well, could uh, be hard to run down. Um, sets up nice again. I think, you know, the favourite's probably, you know, because Dylan Gibbons is on a good streak at the moment, uh, probably a little bit unders um, because, of, because he's on top. Um, so I thought Sue Prince, uh, this market should have been a bit tighter and I've got it on top. Yeah, agree. Like I don't, I thought Canary was against kind words last time and I think the same thing happens here. Unless there's some real intent, but yeah, sort of agree. Uh, the third is a 15 at 50 benchmark 64 and I have no strong opinion on this race in my head. I thought Nautical Miss might be the best horse, but it hasn't done anything for a long time. Uh, and I couldn't really get keen about a synthetic winner coming up from Melbourne or the, the Newcastle horse. So I, I didn't quite know where to look here. So did you have a firmer opinion? You know, I, I liked the, the Newcastle horse because I um, thought last start's win was pretty promising. Um, over the 1,400, steps up to 1,550 here. And the start before that ran second behind Terra Matter, who's come out, I think, one again since then. Um so I think uh, it can be super hard to beat if it maintains its upward trend there. The fourth is a 12.50 benchmark 64. We've lost half the field. Uh, unfortunately, it was the half I was keener on. Are you giving Nostalgia another chance? 
look, it's definitely a chance, but I'm going to go for the fresh horse in Satin Star. Uh, only had the two starts. Uh, won its first race beating Peril. Um, that's a good win. And then uh, was put out after running six in its next start, freshened up for this. And does get Daniel Gibbons here from the Mar Eustace stable, so I think he can run well. I'm left with it on top as well, but I do think nostalgia back to the scene of the crime inside gate for Collett uh, does run very well here. Uh, and I'm interested to see where, if Dakota Varum pops up on Saturday somewhere, given uh, that would have been top pick. Uh, the fifth, uh, again, I've lost a, a key chance here in Able Willie. So I am with the market in King of Naples, now third up, inside gate, inside gate, Zach Lloyd uh, hit the line very well last time out. I think flight dropping grade even helps as well on top for me uh, from shines who comes down or comes up from melbourne and could find the bunny here but they were the two main chances what do you think yeah i stuck with king and Naples myself as well i think um third up here uh is perfect it was pretty good last start hit the line well um that was a good run for this uh, i think it sets up nicely in gate three and should get an ideal run uh, on top for me the six is a benchmark 72 over the 1100 meters. Who do you like? Yeah, really keen on Mr. Kennedy here. Finally broke through last start. That was a pretty um, emphatic win and counter move came out uh, on the weekend and um, Frank that form won a nice race at Newcastle and looked quite strong. Now it's broken through. I think it will continue on its upward trend. Um, yeah, nice bet. The only danger, and I, who I would have clearly had on top if it had, didn't have a three-kilo claimer, is Miss Kajiki. Uh, it was a nice winner here, fresh last prep. Uh, short short spell, nice trial since. Uh, straight back to town. I think I think runs well. Uh, I would have liked a senior jock. So I'm going to go Miss Kennedy from Miss Kajiki. And I don't think there's too much else to this. The rest of this is a bush race. So uh, if, we get, if we're able to cover both, I will. But for now... Uh, we'll leave it in that order. We're going to finish up with a 1,900-metre benchmark, 72. Uh, and I'm going to finish up having a spec, if we're making ground, on Travelling Kate here. Uh, I think it was a nice resumption. I think it's been some much better stuff than this. Uh, this race is up for grabs. And uh, I think it can, with John Van Overmeer there, uh, it's even mapped outside lead on the New South Wales maps. But uh, if, with some intent, I think it runs better than the $13. From Safi's Magic, who I'm just going to completely forget the Saturday run. The run before uh, resuming was was pretty good. So they're the two uh, primary chances for me. What have you thought of this? Yeah, interesting race. Looks looks like Waller holds the key here. Got three chances. Um, I'm going to go for his outside of Darlington County. Um, I think it can run well. Uh, its last few runs have been reasonable in... Probably better company than this. A um, couple of starts back, fifth, less than a couple of lengths behind King of the Castle at the farm. Uh, and then went up even in grade um, from that of the uh, 1800. It wasn't that far away from him. Look, all of these horses are pretty hard to catch. So I thought it just provided some good value um, in a pretty wide market. Uh, who's your best value on the whole card and your best bet as well? My best bet uh, is clear. Race six, number six, uh, Mr. Kennedy. I think it's going to be super hard to beat. And value is pretty hard to come up with. So I went for race two, number one, Zoo Prince, around the $5.56 mark. I'm going to start the card with a winner. Race one, number one, Global Empire, is my best. And again, uh, 
tricky card for value. So the spec on a uh, race seven, number eight, traveling Kate will be my value on the program. We head down to Sandown. We're on the lakeside track again. Soft track. Rail moves out six meters. I think should play okay, but there's always the fear at lakeside. We get uh, the inside rail, the place to be. Um, not a bad card. We get into some tea races in the back one, of which I haven't actually finished yet, but we'll see what you've got to offer. Uh, we kick off with the babies over 1,300 metres, a two-year-old handicap, where I think that lakeside should suit Spellmaster coming here for the uh, Buston Young team. Sat outside lead on debut. Was quite brave to get back to third. I think Ollie pushes across and takes this up and runs well. But there's some other bits and pieces here. The double glaze like it was shot out of a cannon on a couple of occasions there. The Grey and Spring Eagle probably should have won last start on a Saturday. So, there, uh, yeah, this is a good race, I think, and very interesting how it pans out, but I'm going to go in that order. What have you thought, Beef? Yeah, I've gone for Spring Eagle at the price, at the $7. Um, as you said, uh, most unlucky last start, and that was a bit of an eye-catcher um, in, in Saturday Company. Uh has only had the three starts it did win its very first start and then at Caulfield uh, was a bit off them behind a, a decent horse in that that miss so um, I think it can run well and I've got it on top um, presenting nice value. Beautiful the second is a 1400 meter maiden who do you like here? Yeah this is close to nearly impossible um, Price can't uh, have the two favorites both on race so be interesting to see if there's any betting moves for either of those. That would be a good guide. Um, I've gone for I Gotcha uh, from the May Use the Stable. Uh, I think it's it can run well. Um, probably it's out of Passant Stalloon, so um, might be looking for a bit further than this. But uh, as first starter, 1400 looks ideal, and um, I think it can run a big race. Uh, as you said, very tricky. I, I think the two price Kent. First starters hold the key. You sort of allude to that. Uh, I don't know which way to go, though. They've both trialled on pace and trialled really well. So watch and learn. Uh, the cut out of the ground is, is should suit. I've got you being out of Poussons de Lune. So uh, is also a live chance. Another another learning affair there. The third is a 1,400-metre benchmark 70. I'm going to take on this favourite here. I'm going to have a each way play around a couple of on paces. First being Star Mistress, who comes off a win. Third up, uh, yeah, get has everything in the same vein as it had last time at Real One. He pretty well uh, rolls to the front under Geordie Charles and is still nine bucks. I like it from Bjorn Bay, who will be right at its back and is going really well. Uh, comes uh, chased Anahita last time. That wasn't a bad race. Uh, and you can back them both each way, and I think you get a result. Uh, I'm going to stick with those two predominantly here. What are you thinking? No, no, I'm going to go with the favourites. Um, I love uh, when Paddy Payne gets these horses up and going quickly and this had great form last preparation. Uh, Bloom away first up here um, at Donald and this looks another ideal target here. I think it's probably the most progressive of all of these. And for that reason, I've got it on top and it gets a two kilo claim. So everything uh, sits nicely for it. Um, but I think you're right, Star Mistress is the main danger. Um, Third up here was a nice win. Beat a, beat a good horse, Von Huke, who came out and won yeah. pretty pretty well after that. So um, that form looks like it stacks up, which has me a little bit concerned. Um, but uh, Ellen's license on top. The fourth is the staying race, a benchmark 70, 2,400 metres. And which way are you going? 
Yeah, I'm going for the second favourite here in Halhambra Lad. Uh, again, from the Payne Stable, uh, won its last two. Uh, beat the favourite pretty comfortably last start. Um, obviously, a little bit of uh, turnarounds on some of the weights, but uh, that's marginal. Um, usually, when they beat them that well, um, I'm just surprised that it's that way in the market. Um, I can only imagine see. it's because of the gate. I, I, I don't know why it's not, not favourite. Yeah, One's got eight and one's got six. I don't know that that's a big problem given. Yeah. Um, and it comes in, you know, there's a few scratchings. Uh, um, I just don't quite understand the market here, but maybe they know something that I don't. But based on that, I've got a Alhambra lad on top. I think people see 63 kilos and freak out as well. But I've got Alhambra lad on top. Uh, Lachlan overall rode it last time when it brained this field and sticks. So it's only carrying a couple of kilos over Fumbulous. I think it beats it again. And um, like, there's not a lot of on-pace opposition here. This can just roll forward and yep. do what it likes. I think they're the two key hopes, but I, I'm, st- I'm the same as you. I'm sticking with the, the winner out of the leader. The fifth is a very tricky 2,100-meter benchmark 70, in which I don't have a lot to offer. I thought if we get a good track, I might have something on Burgunder, but it just doesn't go at all in the wet. Uh, and I was going to make the other main play here, Mystery Moment, Uh Going really well. Real line chaser. Uh, obviously, disqualified the last couple, but they were very nice runs. And Guinea uh, Sticks, I think uh, they're the two main ones. If it stays soft, I'll only cover Mystery Moment. What do you make of this one? Yeah, look, I think this is a really tricky race. So I, I kind of narrowed it down to three, and I could make cases for all of them. I went for Sir Rockford on top. Um, it was going really good um, down south. Came to Sydney. Uh, didn't, didn't go as good as what uh, was expected behind Touristic, um, but goes back there. This is a much easier race than, than that race it came to here. Uh, so I think it can bounce back. Um, but I also thought a couple of other horses, Angel of Light, again, from Sydney's had decent form, goes to Melbourne. And Matthew, you can put a line through it uh, last run. Um, it, it can improve here. So I think they're the three um, you can all back, but uh, on top, Sir Rockford. Excellent. We've got the six, which is a 1200 meter benchmark 64. And I've lost uh, all my key chances here. I'm left with Coriolis on top. Uh, each way price here. A couple of nice runs at Newcastle. Gets Carleen Heffel. And I don't think this is an overly strong affair. Main danger, the Guava, who's uh, honest as always uh, for your man, Paddy Payne. I'm interested to see where those couple of lightly raced. Um, other horses go, the bit of the Blarney and Kingwall, but not for today. What have you made of this? Yeah, I went the same way. Coral is on top oh. as well. Um, third up here, a couple of nice runs um, up in Sydney at, at Newcastle, and now it goes down to Melbourne. Uh, we see that form stack up all the time. Got a kilo and a half claim. I think he can run well. Uh, main danger, the swoop, I resume. Um, Ran a couple of nice races uh, when in work last time out. Uh, may run well fresh. The seventh is a benchmark 70, 1,200 metres. I I gave up on this race. I haven't had time to do it properly, and I don't know if I would have found the answer if I had of. Uh, is there anything you like? Um, I'm sticking with Brave Star. Two from two from this time in. Third up here. Winning form's good form against this type of company. Um, yeah, this is a... Bloody hard race, you're right. So I've got it on top. I thought the resuming blow-in um, can run well on its day. 
and has a bit of ability, but uh, if you like something in this, I wouldn't turn you off it. Beauty. And we're going to finish the day with a, a mile benchmark 70, and I'm going to finish the day with the best of the day in Time Quest. Uh, flying, great win last time, has these covered, and I mean, he's lost a couple of main dangers in the field. So, uh, yeah, finishing the day with a winner. Number 10, Time Quest. Yep, same, same for me. Uh, clear on top pick here. It's going, going really well. Looks hard to beat. You know, main danger, if it could strike some of its best form, is our Redonte, but uh, clear on tip, top for me is Time Quest. Excellent. Uh, as mentioned, my best of the day, race eight, number 10, Time Quest for progroupracing.com.au. And I'm left with my value was race six, number 16, Coriolis for the blue colours down south. Yeah, my best is the same. Race eight, number 10, Time Quest. And my value bet is race five, number two, Sir Rockford. Awesome. What's happening in Queensland? Mate, what is happening in Queensland? A little bit's going on up there. I did find a few for us up there today. Not an overly uh, meeting I'm, I'm overly keen on. Um, the couple later in the day, race six, number three, Whitewater. Uh, it was good first up. I think it can run well. Uh, followed by race seven, number six, Deep Rouge. They were my two up there. Uh, I've only just noticed this, but Grafton's on today. The Grafton Guineas and Crafty Eagles, $2.50 in the Grafton Guineas. Probably a reasonable enough bet there. Uh, we've yeah, also got Deep. It's, it's the uh, big uh, carnival there. So mm. I think the Ramorni's on as well today. So uh, really nice races there. Yeah, the uh, the Ramorni is on. Deep Hall's the favourite. Uh, yes, hard to Yeah, uh, that's it. So we'll be back Thursday night to look at Flemington and Randwick. We've got a headquarters day as we head towards the uh, onset of spring. You have a good afternoon, Beaver. You give the Blues any hope tonight? No. Probably mean they win. Probably mean they win, but uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, so, no, they got none. Yeah, none. All righty. See you, boys and girls. We'll uh, be back tomorrow night. Bye.